Hey everyone, it is episode 24 of Griff's Brain Dump. It is me, Griff, obviously. Um, how's everyone doing? Good. What a crazy week it's been. I have such a long list of things I was going to cover. I don't know where to start, where to end. It's, it's too much. I'm not going to say what's on the list in case I don't cover it. And then you're like, hey, Darren, why didn't you say that thing you could have mentioned? So I will get into the news and what's been happening in the news but I'll talk about myself first know how I've been this week I've had a complete week off comedy haven't a week off from comedy haven't performed at all which has kind of left me at a loose end today I never ha- very rarely have a free weekend and now I do have a free weekend I'm in between either going back to Essex to visit family I haven't been invited, but, you know, who needs, I don't need to be invited to turn up when I want. Um, or I could look for gigs somewhere, may head down to South London, there's two gigs there that I could possibly do. May go and see my friends do the Edinburgh preview today. But I've just got free time to do what I want. I feel good. I feel as good as women pretend to feel in sanitary towel adverts. Now, why, why are the women so hyped to be on their period? I guess it's God's way of saying you ain't pregnant with a dickhead. <laughs> like that's, that is something to celebrate. Yep, another month, not pregnant. That's a win. If you're not planning to be pregnant, I guess, no, nah, it's something to celebrate your period. It's been like you can have some waste man. Waste man's kid. Some dickhead got you pregnant. That means your kid's half dickhead. Just genetics. And it makes a kid full dickhead because you had a kid with a dickhead. So you're a dickhead yourself. So hey, there you go, people. That's a bit of science for you. That's, that's real science there. But um, what else has been happening this week? Like I said, I've done, done nothing. Just been chilled. Just been chilling this week. Just feel re-energised. It's nice. Um, it's novel. I'm not used to it. But... um. Tell you one thing that happened this week. A little bit of introspection for me. You ever find uh, you ever find yourself like annoyed by something and you don't know why you're annoyed by it? Like I'm one of those people who likes to take time and try to analyse why something's annoyed me. So I'll, I'll tell you the exact story what happened. So um, I opened my fridge. I, I live with three other people. I opened my fridge and um, a small carton of milk full fat milk blue lid okay well i say blue lid this milk had no lid on it and it seemed to have been balanced on the inside of the door because when i opened the fridge it just fell out went all over the floor annoyed the shit out of me i know i was annoyed at that but i wasn't too annoyed because i was doing impressions of conor mcgregor before so i was in a good mood i was doing impressions of him from the press conference with mayweather so what the fuck? You're 40 years old. What the fuck? That's, that's, that's all he said. And um, I was doing that to myself. So I was in a good mood. So I text my housemates to say, hey guys, um, whoever's milk was in the fridge, it's no longer there. Dropped it on the floor. But hey, don't cry over spilt milk. I thought that was hilarious. Trey hilarious. 
I know you're laughing at home at that yourself because it's, it's a saying, but it was fully applicable to that situation. Um, so I said that. Now, maybe about half an hour later, I got a, a message in the group saying, OK, just clean it up. And I immediately just got really angry at the message. And I explained why I got angry. Because I was like, like, cheers. Cheers for the advice there. Like, what what the fuck do you think I was doing? Do you think I just let the milk drop on the floor? And I just stood there looking at it going, well, I, I've, I've never been in this situation before. I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I'm lost. So I immediately wanted to just message back something really like sarcastic. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the advice there. I was going to call 999 Fire Brigade on their way to deal with this. Get fucking Coast Guards here as well. So much milk. I'm drowning. It's like, why, why are you saying just clean it up? And then I thought, wait, oh, is it that they're just annoyed that I'm joking? I don't even want to read the message. Like, why are you even messaging? Just clean it up. And I said, well, no, I'm messaging because if that was my milk and I'm coming home expecting to make myself a nice cup of tea... And I get in, and then my milk's not there. And what the fuck happened to my milk? So, so I was going through all of this in my head. Just going around in circles. Just getting more and more angry. Just like, why the fuck would you tell me to clean it up? Like I was never going to clean it up. So another part of me went to text back going, ah, oh, sorry about that, I've already headed out. I just left the milk on the floor. I didn't think to tidy it up. Like, why did this become such a thing for me? Anyway, I didn't message back because I thought I'm going to start an argument and I would actually effectively be crying over spilt milk. <laughs> so I so I left it. I left it and I feel fine about it now. I didn't have to win any argument. Didn't even have to have the argument. But it's just, yeah. It's a strange thing happened this week. Oh, another time I lost my temper this week. See, Stav, Stav from the ESM podcast, he'll be happy to hear about things that wind me up. Because he asked me on his podcast what winds me up. And, it, and I couldn't think of anything. So here's the second thing. That wound me up this week. But this is my own stupidity. So I went out on Thursday. It was a colleague's leaving drinks. And I got very drunk. Like really, really drunk. To the point that I woke up at about 3 in the morning. In my bed, that's fine. You know you have that sudden feeling of something's missing. Something's missing. And I thought, well, let me check the time. I couldn't find my phone. I said, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Shit, shit, shit. I've lost my phone. This is when I realised how much phone dependency and addiction's real. Do you understand how fucked my life felt for those for that moment where I thought I've lost my phone. Couldn't find it. Emptying my bags. Bags I hadn't used for days, just emptying bags. Flipping drawers. Like, my room looked like someone had raided it looking for a murder weapon. It was it was mad. Tore my room upside down. Went downstairs, knocked on my uh, housemate's door, said, hey, can you ring my phone? So I've woke someone up at three in the morning to ring my phone, because I need it. I need my phone at three in the morning. There, rang it, nothing rang because I always have my phone on silent. So again, I was just running around, running around, getting more angry, more and more angry about it. I had to just send myself out to get myself to sleep. 
had to be like, look, no one died, no one got injured. You didn't get mugged, you didn't get stabbed for your phone. You know, it did ring, so it's about somewhere. No, no one's, you haven't really lost anything. What's actually on your phone that, that's important? So it's, yeah, there's, there's not that much on there. Just calm, just chill out, you can recover the numbers. Just calm, zen, go to sleep, Darren. You have work the next morning, just sleep. It'll all be resolved tomorrow, and you've got clearer mind. I did, I managed to send myself back to sleep. And then I was woken up by my alarm, which is on my phone. The way I opened my eyes was like a fucking six-year-old on Christmas Day. <laughs> I was like, my phone's here. And I hear it ringing. And it's, there's a ring from the bathroom. And I immediately thought, did my phone drop down the toilet? Did I drop my phone down the toilet? So I didn't look in the toilet the night before. Why would I? But no, it was on the bathroom mat in front of the toilet, folded over like the mat was. So I clearly came in, sat on the toilet, passed out, dropped my phone on the floor. <laughs> and then, you know, just stumbled to my room. I need to like knock out. So yeah, so again, I got really annoyed at the idea of losing my phone as well. It was just such a prophetic moment in my life. All these things going on in the world, but this man losing his phone that he could easily replace. That, that was that was real trauma for me. I mean, I now know what real trauma is. Yeah, you got wars going on around the world. Yeah, you got people starving. People like losing parents and kids and tragedies, but have they ever lost their phone momentarily for four hours? Hmm? Hmm? I mean, I'm not saying they're the same, but I mean, I think they would be good to show a little bit of empathy towards me. <laughs> but no, that's, that's what we got in my week. But, that, 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 what else is, what else have I got listed? Hear about stuff that happened in my life that I saw. Only enough, that is completely unrelated. There's no real segue here to what I've seen. Actually, this annoyed me as well. Staff, you've got a fucking hat trick here, mate. I shouted you out three times. You got a hat trick. I was King's Cross Station. And um, I'm waiting for a train. I couldn't hear this guy spitting. Now, we was on well, all the platforms in King's Cross, the underground anyway. Um, at the, uh, sorry, the underground station. So he was, um, I could hear him spitting. It's like, fine. You know, you, sometimes phlegm builds up. You have to spit. It just feels more of a relief. I get that. But, you know, it's that horrible noise from the back of the throat. It's disgusting. But he was doing it. And then I turn around. And I see the guy's not facing the track. No. He's spitting on the platform. That's so fucking savage. Now, me, because I am, I am quite like PC in some respects. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe he's from a different country. It's a different culture. And I was like, no, fuck, no, no, I don't care. Don't spit, don't spit on the bloody platform. You got the track there. And then, um, then I heard a guy talk. He was a Londoner. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, mate? 
Oh, I say I was like that. I mean, I said that in my head. This is London. I ain't looking to get acid attacks on the platform, right? Like, I ain't about. I ain't about that, son. I ain't about that life. I used to be scared of stabbings and shootings, but now, fucking acid attacks. Just mental. There's no signs of like. Where's humanity? Where's the idea of consequences? I was was talking about this yesterday. People just don't have any con- like concepts of my actions have consequences. It's like a generational thing. Everyone just wants to get stuff online, filming shit. Like, I, don't, I don't know this story myself. I was told it yesterday. Apparently, some of you may have seen it. There was a guy drowning in a lake, and the four guys, there's four people just filmed it. And instead of helping him, they were kind of shouting, well... You shouldn't have been in the lake in the first place. Then they saw him kind of float to the surface, lifeless. Like, oh, he's dead now. How the fuck is that normal? It's not remotely normal. Maybe it is for this generation. I say this generation, I'm only 29. Fuck. I sound old. (laughs) I sound old. But hey, let's get into what's been happening in the news in the news, what has been happening? Vague, I missed by minutes the whole Doctor Who thing, being a woman. Finished recording the podcast last week and I think I switch, got online and saw Doctor Who's woman. I thought, oh, I would have loved to have covered that. Is that too long ago? I could talk about it still. It's, fuck, it's my podcast. I talk about what I want. But yeah, duh. apparently there was an uproar. And what I found funny about the uproar about Doctor Who being a woman is I didn't actually see any uproar about Doctor Who being a woman. What I saw an uproar about was an uproar about Doctor Who being a woman. You see what I mean? It was everyone going, why do people care that Doctor Who's a woman? That's all I saw. So I was like, wait, who, who's everyone arguing with? Because I haven't seen one person complain about Doctor Who being a woman. Just people complaining about other people complaining about Doctor Who being a woman. It's like, again, it's just that Facebook algorithm thing where I don't see, I only see one side of the argument. I didn't like any of the statuses because I don't like Doctor Who. I think Doctor, <laughs> I just never liked it. I think I tried to watch one episode. You know, I know the keywords TARDIS, Dalek, um, Doctor Who. Uh, that's no, that's it. I start saying more things. I start edging onto like Sherlock Holmes. Again, another thing I've never watched. And um, yeah, just it's made me laugh. Like it's it's a fictional character. Why why do people care? As well, no, I get. Actually, I do get fictional characters if. It's a continuity thing. Like, I'm so anti-black James Bond. It's unreal. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I sound like someone from EDL when I talk about James Bond. I don't want a black James Bond. James Bond is a white dude from Scotland. All right? Just have him just being him. Like, it just don't make sense. He's a white dude from Scotland. He's not black. But Doctor Who's a fucking alien who apparently has proven in previous episodes that you can change form and change gender. So, fuck it. Be a woman. 
So I got to say about that, you know? Because a black James Bond just wouldn't work for me. I don't want to see a black guy just banging all these chicks. You know? Banging all these chicks. And then will they have him taking an STD test? Oh, STD test? Like Usher? Segway! Yes! <laughs> Let's talk about Usher, man. Us Usher. Who remembers when Ursha was Usher? Ah, oh, man. Fucking creepy kid. Like, we... We were way too comfortable with this ute. So about seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top cruising the streets. Sixteen! Cruising the streets looking for a pool. Nah, nah. Where are your parents? <laughs> Why are you cruising the streets? Nah, man. Go to school, bruv. Instead, he's been... This guy has been bagged for, like, two decades. Three decades. If, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah, he's been banging since the 90s. Wait, no. Yes. Yes, yes. 8701. So he started singing. Has he been banging since the 80s? I think my man has been banging since raw. Nah, he can't be. He's not. He's only eight years older than me. Or nine years older than me. Put... Nah, he can't be banging since he was 11. But it's Usher, you know. Usher could have been banging since he was 11. Anyway. <laughs> Boys aching. Yes. Herpes, man. Um. So if you don't know, Usher was he apparently he settled with one plaintiff who he had infected with the herpes virus, and then there's a second lady now. He paid the first lady around one one million dollars between one two million dollars. The second lady now is trying to sue him for ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. For, wait for it, being exposed to herpes. She hasn't actually said whether she's got it or not. She's just been exposed. So in, a, in the account, she had sex with him once before in his house. Used a condom that time. Second time, didn't use a condom. Now she's trying to sue him for being exposed. Here's my view on this, right? Each time you have unprotected sex with someone... You are exposed to an STD. Or multiple STDs. You are exposed. Whether that's vaginal, oral, anal. Uh, there's no other holes, is there? Nasal? You can have some nasal sex. I don't know what you kids are doing nowadays. You know? I'll stick to certain porn searches. I ain't clicking nasal. It's not a category I'm clicking on, all right? But um, <laughs> I don't know what you do. Just like, oh yeah, just just bang me in the ear. Just like, it, it, okay. I say I don't. Well, yeah, it depends how hot the lady is, isn't it? Guys will do anything if the woman's hot enough. Some of you guys have no morals. Just anything for the poo na na or the ear <laughs> or the nose. Anyway. So you're exposed to STD each time. 
Secondly, I think she was trying to get that confessions money. You know what I mean? Trying to get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pregnant. She's like, nah. Nope. Not pregnant. No, 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 no. You've got herpes. <laughs> oh, dear. What a fucking backfire. Like, can, yeah, how can you sue someone for being exposed to something? Like, I hope she doesn't get paid. That's just dumb. That, to me, it's just dumb. I'm not saying Usher's in the right. I'm not defending Usher at all. Like, but it's just you can't be having unprotected sex and then complaining that you may have got STD. Like, no one forced you to have sex unprotected. So, no. No money from me. Not at all. But let's hope that, you know, Usher and R. Kelly don't have the same girl. Oh, Segway R. Kelly. Yes. That same girl video. Uh, it's all got a different tone to it now, hasn't it? Same as Usher's Let It Burn has a different tone. <laughs> I, saw another, I saw a meme say, these are my infections. I'm like, jeez. Internet has... No chill. None. Man, but yes, uh, talking about R. Kelly. R. Kelly, um, if you don't know about this story, this particular story, this, is how, this shows how fucked up R. Kelly is, right? I was having a discussion about him online, comparing him to Michael Jackson, all right? And someone goes, yeah, 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 but... R. Kelly has been with underage girls. And I was like, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the kid, the uh, the hostage situation, the cult situation. And he was like, oh, like, do you know what? That's when you know you're a fuck up in life. When people don't even know which one of your multiple sex crimes they're discussing. <laughs> the guy is a savage. His track record is unreal. His thing, he... he Allegedly married Aaliyah when she was 15. Um, that allegation became more uh, concrete when she tried to get uh, marital records expunged from um, whatever state they got married in because another claim has been put against her or him in a different court thing and that marriage certificate would have been damning evidence. So the fact that she tried to get expunged, it probably happened. Okay, he had that. Then you had the 14 year old girl. No, she was 13 at the time of the recording. He's recorded um, urinating on the on, on the girl and stuff. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was thinking about yeah, no fuck, I'm gonna say it because this is a brilliant idiot's podcast. And I, I haven't seen this video. A lot of people have seen this video. I haven't. Now, the reason I haven't seen this video is because I know what's in the video. So there's nothing for me to see. When someone goes, oh, yeah, it's a video of R. Kelly pissing on a child. Why does someone have to go, yeah, do what I need to see to check if it's R. Kelly? No, no, I don't. I don't need to see. I don't need to see. Someone else can tell me about it. I don't need to see that myself. Not every day see everything, innit? Sometimes let other people just tell you about it and believe them. <laughs> like... Yeah, and in this video, apparently he came, peed, and then came again. 
like that's impressive but hey it's with a child disgusting so that happened and then that case only got thrown out because it happened eight years after the incident the trial happened and only because the girl in the video didn't testify in court so it's not like people can see what fucking happens in the video but yet they've gone yeah but because she hasn't said it's her they cannot then identify her as the 13-year-old. And therefore, they can't identify that the person in the video is indeed 13. R. Kelly himself has admitted he's got problems. He's admitted he's a victim of abuse. And I said that's not to say that everyone who's a victim of abuse becomes an abuser. But most people who, have, who are abusers have been abused. So he's discussed his problems. The guy... Even when he got in the middle of the allegations, changed his name to fucking Pied Piper. But the guy just... Delicious. That's, that's not telling people, I don't give a fuck. I'm calling myself the Pied Piper. The guy who lured children away using his music. The guy's just a, an absolute fiend. Even when it's not children, it's... Uh, who's the guy... Uh, it was Kenny Bryant claimed that the singer had a five year affair with his wife Asia Childress right if you listen to one of R. Kelly's songs with Ron Isley there's a woman he's banging in in, <laughs> in the video her name's Asia this is the same time as the allegation came out this man has no remorse about what he does in an interview he was asked by an interviewer Hey, Robert, you've been accused of liking teenage girls. His response to that. The fan teenage. His agent must have been like, what the fuck, Robert? Just say no. He said, the fan teenage, because, you know, 18, 19, that's teenage. I mean, you're saying what, illegal girl? No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't like the guy's a sicko, man. The guy is a sicko. He's got problems, but he doesn't give a shit. But here's the thing that annoys me the most about you humans, about us, is all of us, right? It's the fact he's had all this shit against him already. And yet we've still been stepping in the name of love. Still been remixing ignitions. Still saying there's nothing wrong with a little bit of bump and grind. We still bang this dude's music. And now we're going to try and make out we're morally outraged by him having six consented adults in his houses. This ain't the time to be outraged. We, we missed that boat. This guy's done being a sicko. He's told us he's sick. He doesn't care. This ain't the time to be outraged now. Right, like, um, so he's got six women, three women in, in his house in Atlanta, three women in his house in Chicago. Um, their families accused him of brainwashing them in some kind of weird sex cult where he makes the women, you know, stand up facing the wall when guests come in. I mean, who hasn't? Who hasn't made a woman stand up and face the wall? You know, guys, sometimes guys just like to show off, don't we? When... <laughs> When the lads are around, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm not under the thumb. I wear the trousers round here. 
Oi, love, get up. What? Face the wall. We've all, we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> okay. Before this podcast is used in a court of law, I have never made a woman stand up and face the wall. I, I, I just, I just don't have, I just don't have that level of control. Do you know, do you know like, you either have to be mind controlling, or you, your dick game has got to be so powerful <laughs> to be controlling women like that. No, but all of this, man, is mad. I did compare him to Michael Jackson. Okay. And um, and I'll explain that. Why I compared to Michael Jackson. I'm not saying they're both the same. It's just... Can we try to separate the art from the artist? I'm not saying in the sense of... Oh, that means that people shouldn't reject the artist and stop listening to them because of what they've done. No, I, I get that. I get that that kind of moral compass. What I don't get is when people try to defend the person because they like their music. It's, let me make sure I said that clearly enough, right? So it, it goes one way, not the other. So if you don't want to listen to someone's music because you don't agree with how they live their life, I get that. But don't try to say the person isn't guilty of something purely because you love their music. Now, same with Michael Jackson. I love MJ's music right was he ever found guilty of interfering with young boys no did he have accusations yes did he have acquittals yes did he have out court settlements yes but here it comes here it comes to right Michael Jackson was alive I ask you this MJ fans would you send your 13 year old child over to Michael Jackson's house for a sleepover There you go. Be honest. No one else is there. It's, it's, it's a thought in your head. If you said yes, then... I, look, that's that's up to you. For me, no. Not a chance. Like, I'd have the same amount of panic if I got a phone call to say my 13-year-old son is in Neverland and my 14-year-old daughter is in... R. Kelly's house. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know which house to go to first. Right? So, it's, it's both fucked. So, now it says that sometimes we can still like the person's music, but it just doesn't mean that they didn't, they're not just mad people. And, um, but it's just the mind control thing. I don't get it. Like, like, I know this shit can happen, but it's like, it's the same pattern of all these women, these young girls. And, and I'm not having to go at the girls. Definitely not. The children. I wouldn't ever blame children for being uh, targeted. Or young girls, like 17, 18, no, I'm not going to blame them. What my issue is, is their flipping parents, their aunties. It's the same shit. It's, I'm going to try and get them a record deal. You know, I met Robert at one of his concerts and he invited us backstage and he was so nice to us and he said he can get my daughter a record deal. Now, I've heard some of the stories about him and, you know, I've seen the video of him pissing on a 13-year-old, but I thought it'd be different this time because I was there and I'd be able to keep my eye on it. And then, boom, your daughter's in a fucking cult, on a sec- in a sex cult, now going online telling you and your husband, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. And I, I, 
and I didn't know which side to believe. And then, you know when you see people's parents just too keen to be in front of a TV camera? Like her dad, the main, so the main girl who's actually released the video saying, leave me low, I'm fine. It's all messed up. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think you can both can be the same. So the sense of, I think the father wants to be in front of the TV too much. He seems too happy. His youngest daughter has released some kind of mixtape and song aimed at her sister and R. Kelly. And then the actual sister who's been abducted, she does this whole video, which I was convinced that she was okay. You know, I thought it was one of those things they don't like the fact that she's hanging out with R. Kelly, which makes sense. It's only towards the end when they go, uh, where are you? And she goes, ah, you can, <laughs> you can see, you see shadows just moving across her chest to be like, don't you say a fucking word. Don't you say where we are. She's like, um, I, I, I don't want to answer that right now. It's like, oh God, she's, oh, she's definitely been abducted. <laughs> it's mad. And I was thinking, how does he keep people there? Because he's always like his ex-employees as well. So people can leave. They definitely can leave. Because he's always ex-employees who put these allegations against him. It's three women who've left. Who used to be like kind of... Um, what's the word? Like he- den mistresses. Hen... hen um, you know what I mean? Like mistresses. They, they kind of ran the den. Uh, there's another word and I can't think what it is. But they, they run it. They keep the women in line and train them how to be... R. Kelly's kind of sex slaves, right? There's three of them who've left. We've all admitted to having sexual contact and relations with R. Kelly. They're now left. So you can leave. I think, why don't other people leave? Like, is it is it me just being ignorant and being like, oh, you know, it can never happen to me. My brain is so strong. No one could ever brainwash me. Because I guess we're all susceptible to, like, outside influences but to that level well now I don't see my family I talk different I'm all weird and then I thought does he actually just show the door and be like you can leave you can leave fine just leave just walk out now and then he just presses play on his CD and he's just be just one of his baggers just like bounce 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 the oh shit Fucking remix of Ignitions. Oh, that's one of those songs that when you're out in a club, you put your drink down or you down your drink, go dance floor, bruv. Dance floor. Ignition remix is about to start. See, so as these women are trying to leave the house now, he just starts playing Ignition and they just start dancing. Step in the name of love starts coming on. There's more baggers. He just slowly closes that door. It's like, you don't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> these jokes are fine because it's made up and these women are all of adult age so it is fine you're allowed to laugh at these ones i'm not laughing at the kids though I'm not laughing at the kids that's too fucked up but um do you know what i think that is the podcast um you know i could speak about oj Actually, oh, no, no, there's two things, two other things we want to talk about. Fuck it, no. Three other things. This podcast ain't over yet. 
No, 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 it's not. How how long have we been going for? How long have we been going for? 35 minutes. Okay, cool. It's going to be a long one. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, OJ has been released from... Uh, well, he's going to be released as early as October. Now, that dude... I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. I'm starting to believe him. I'm starting to believe this dude isn't black. How can you go killing white women? Then a dude, a white dude, then you go and rob and brain damage a white dude, robbing your own stuff, and you're still going to be let out of prison. Like from when you got away with killing his wife and her boyfriend, that's when she was just chilled. Someone should have been like, OJ, sickle. Yeah, just don't do anything. Just just, just chill now. Just relax. But he was just like, I think he just got too big. Too big for his boots. He's like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Fuck it, I can do whatever I want. And man did it. <laughs> he did whatever he wanted. And now he's going to be released for good behaviour. What is good behaviour in prison, man? What is... How, how do you define good behaviour in prison? We got OJ's thing coming up. Um, and then... Just more sex deviancy. More sex deviancy. Well, it's, um, do you see the story about the lady with the... So she had an online... Let me read it online. Let me, um, but this woman had an online relationship with another girl. Pretending to be a guy. And um, they had sex for two years. That's it. Her name's Gail Newland. Let me read it to you if you've never heard this story before. A woman who wore a prosthetic penis and tricked her blindfolded friend into sex has been jailed. Gail Newland, 27, of Wollaston, Cheshire, created an online persona pretending to be a man and continued the deceit for two years. A retrial jury found her guilty of committing three sexual assaults, which she denied using a prosthetic penis without her victim's consent. She was jailed at Manchester Crown Court for six and a half years. Sensed in her uh, recorder of Manchester, Judge David Stockdale QC said truth can sometimes be stranger than fiction. The truth, the whole truth here is surprising as it is profoundly disturbing. He added, it is difficult to conceive of a deceit so degrading and so damaging for a victim upon its discovery. Newland was originally jailed for eight years in November 2015 after she was convicted of the same offences which happened in 2013. But the conviction was later quashed on grounds of the trial. Judges summing up the case was not fair and balanced. During the retrial, the victim who gave evidence behind a curtain told the court she was persuaded by the defendant to wear a blindfold at all times when they met. Oh. She said she only found out she was having sex with a woman rather than a man when she finally took off her mask. Oh. The victim told the court she thought she was having sex with Kyle Fortune, a fake Facebook profile Newland originally created when she was 15 years old using an American man's photographs and videos. She said there was no point until the day I took off the blindfold that I thought for one second that the woman was the person behind this. Um, okay, I mean, I'm, I'd be nervous if someone I'd been going out with for two years 
who I've seen and fully confirmed is the gender I thought they were, told me you put a blindfold on now. You mean? If a girlfriend told me to put a blindfold on, I would be like, um, why, babe? We, we, we have that full vision sex. That's what we do. I'll be asking questions then. So for the first time, me having sex with someone, they tell me to put a blindfold on. I'm like, no. I don't want to victim blame. I'm not victim blaming. But I'm just saying, if it was me, it ain't fucking happening. So like, no, not putting a blindfold on. And then continually for two years. Like, how are you now curious after two years? Like, is that just a conversation you had over coffee? <laughs> you know, you know when you're with your boyfriend and you know, you know, and you're about to have sex and he puts your blindfold on. All the girls there just like stop sipping their coffee now. It's like, yeah, you know, like she's now looking across the table like, like all your boyfriends make you wear blindfolds when you have sex, right? Like, yeah. Right? It's not just Kyle that does it. To, uh, what? Is it just me? Oh. They're like, yeah, maybe you should make him take take the blindfold off next time you have sex with him. He's like, um, nah, 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 I'll just leave it. You know? <laughs> like, no, that's weird. So obviously, that, oh, so it's Kyle fault, fault you, not Kyle. Anyway, so the flip side of this, fraud charge. Newland denied concealing her gender and claimed both women were gay and struggling with their sexuality when they met and had sex with her as Kai during role play. The defendant received concurrent terms um, to her six years and three counts of sexual assault. Um, so, yeah, so she's claiming that they were just both um, homosexual and just kind of coming to terms with that. Um that seems like the more plausible story so for the jury to find that other ridiculous story true the evidence must have been fucking damning (laughs) oh dear that is mad that is mad i said we're not judging her i hope the victim can get over it i hope she now insists on looking her sex partner Looking at them while they have sex, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to start. Um, you know, it's always good to wear protection, but eye protection isn't always required. <laughs> but I want to end this on a good note. So shout out to Jeremy Meeks, you know him, the hot felon, the sexy convict, the light skinned guy, the blue eyes and the tattoo. Yeah, he's going out with Chloe Green, and she says they're in love. That is Sir Philip Green's daughter. Man went from convict to now going out of a billionaire heiress. I hope he gets her pregnant, man. And that is come up of the century. So shout out to Jeremy Meeks. Everyone who's listening to the podcast, have a great week. Um, I'll catch you next week after I've been gigging in the week. I would have gigged on the Tuesday and the Friday by then. And um, yes, and Sunday, if you're about, if you're listening, um, on the 30th, go to Trapeze Bar. I'll be there. It'll be me, Axel Blake, Travis J, Ori Styler, Nads Comedian, and Marvin Abbey as host. So, and the whole um, host of DJs following up. Um, shout out to DJ L, his Pulse 88 buddy. Shout out to him as well. So, people, 
Have a great week. Um, that's the podcast. Cheers.